The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. And of course, uh, we do have our next guest, uh, whom we're going to be talking to, Word uh, Domination. And uh, South Africans read more than we think, but still do not have enough books. So this is a statement from one of the key findings presented in 2023 National Reading Survey uh, launched alongside the National Reading um, uh, Barometer project by the NAL Bali Trust, the National Library of South Africa, and a multi-sector project steering committee. And I'm going to be speaking to our guest, that's Katie Hudson, co-founder, National Reading Barometer. And just to give you a little bit of background uh, from the findings, key findings from their research, just th- I'm just tapping into something very basic because our guest is going to elaborate on that. 55% of adults read online materials up to 7% in 2016. 52% of adults who live with children read with them up from 35% in 2016. But uh, let's uh, talk to our guest, uh, Katie Hudson. Good to have you on Jet Set Breakfast, Katie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. This is quite interesting research that, uh, that was conducted. Yeah, I think one of the things we set out to do with the National Reading Survey was instead of measuring South Africa against an imported definition of what reading culture should look like in Germany or in Australia, which often means we assume it's that people buy books at bookstores or from libraries, they take books, and they read novels and and in their free time for leisure. And that's a big part of reading culture, but that is not the only way that South Africans read. So we really set out to find out how do people read for pleasure, but also to get information and to communicate, you know, the original purpose of reading and writing um, when it all started. And we looked at people who read books and long texts, but we also looked at people reading religious texts, which often are actually quite long and in-depth, and online things, short materials, all the way up from texting and communication into, you know, into books and sort of more traditionally viewed items of reading culture. So I think we found that South Africans do read quite a lot, um, but we see that, you know, there's still very limited access to books and novels in the home. I think only 37% of homes actually have even one fiction book or nonfiction book in the home, even though a lot of people are reading other types of things um, on a regular basis. Um, in terms of children's books, and I know you were just speaking with Durette of Bookdash and, and Nali Bali, which led this project, is, is very um focused on developing a culture of reading and adults reading with children. Mm. Um, in terms of children's books, we found that only 31% of kids own even one book by the age of five, which means that most children are arriving at school without those formative, you know, the, the important early learning experiences Durette was just speaking about. So there's still a long way we need to go in terms of making sure that everyone has access to the things they actually want to read. Mm. And and how would you describe the reading culture of South Africans and how that actually relates to buying of books? Mm. I think, so we asked about where people prefer to buy books. Um, the top place was actually or actually to get books, whether they're buying or not. The top place was stationary stores. That was followed by borrowing from family and friends. That's the second most popular way to get books. People also really like to get books um, from other retailers like supermarkets. And so only after that did bookshops come in, whether new or used bookshops as a preferred place to get books. And so I think when we look at our book sales, um, 
that's an important piece of reading culture, but it definitely doesn't tell the whole story about what South Africans are reading. You know, the national surveys run by the Publishers Association, which are incredibly useful and interesting, don't capture all of the sales done by small independent published you know, people who self-publish their books and they just sell directly to, to friends and family and to the public. It's very hard to capture all that information in one place as well. And given the rise of digital reading, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, 55% of South Africans are reading online now, and that's excluding social media. So we're talking about the news, magazines, religious materials, you know, things that interest people outside of social media. A lot of our reading is not necessarily reflected in traditional book sales. And what is the role of schools and home in improving and growing our reading habits? Well, with school, we know that, you know, you will find books, but at home, we kind of like leave our reading at school. And then when we get home, it's like, okay, we're doing other things now. Mm, No, and both are incredibly important. So in the survey, we found that schools are the most important place in terms of where families are getting children's reading materials. And there's a section of households that are relying only on schools. They don't have anywhere else that they're accessing reading materials. And so it's incredibly important for schools to be promoting that books, you know, we need all of our schools to have a classroom library or a library, and then to promote and allow those books to go home and let children borrow books and take them back, um, which is often something that, that, that schools are a bit fearful to do because they don't have enough books. They're worried that if the books go, they won't return. And so, so we need an abundance of books in our schools and a culture of borrowing. And then in terms of homes, I think your previous guest from Book Dash, Jarette, spoke beautifully about the importance of, of reading with young children and what adults in a, in a child's life can do. And I think the same principles continue um, when children reach school age. You know, reading for enjoyment, reading because we want to, is where we consolidate all the skills that we are learning in school around learning to read. And it's also what gives kids motivation around learning that makes them want to keep working hard in school and continue to build those skills that will open up so many opportunities throughout their life. Um, So again, given the severe shortage of children's books, I think we found that only 10% of homes with children under 10 had more than 10 books. Um, We really do need some kind of um, really big, I mean, national program that's working on getting more and more books into children's homes starting at that very young age. There's other countries that have done book gifting programs through clinics when children get their vaccinations. And it could be a really high impact um, intervention, something like this or similar, that would really, really help get children started on that path from a young age. Mm. And looking at the work of the National Reading Barometer, can you expand on that? Sure. So we've been talking so far about the survey where we surveyed 4,200 South African adults ages 16 and up about their reading habits and how they read with children. Um, as well as things like language preference, which I didn't get to speak about, but it's very interesting. People mm-hmm. do love to read in African languages a little more than, uh, than we thought, um, which is quite interesting. The barometer was looking at the health of the entire reading ecosystem. So we looked at things like policies and budgets. We looked at all the things that either make it easy and enabling for people to read or make it quite hard for people to read. Because our nation's reading culture is not just a product of individual choices. Do I, Katie, want to read something today? It's about whether I have access to books, whether the school system and the library system and the publishing industry are set up to make it easy for me to access the things I want to read, whether other people around me are doing it too, whether it's a positive social norm. And so the barometer is um, took a, 
sort of whole ecosystem view and collected a lot of data from other projects, um, government data, other research projects, to look at the degree to which the system is really set up to let us read as much as we'd like to and as much as, as we'd like South Africans to do to have a sort of flourishing economy and society. Mm. And lastly, before I just let you go, uh, looking at, um, you know, the 76 percent of African language speakers who read for enjoyment and want to read in African languages, but, you know, don't have access to these books that are written in African languages. What can we do to entice our writers to write in um, African languages or even translate yeah, it's a difficult question because at the moment it's it's very hard to, to to write a commercially viable book in an African language where you're going to mm. sell enough copies and where the publisher is going to be able to make enough money to cover their costs. Uh, but I think you know that's what we learned from the survey is it's not because people don't want to read in those languages for enjoyment to get information. And in this survey, we asked people, we didn't give them an either or of what language do you prefer to read? And we let them choose all the languages they prefer in. So we find a lot of people enjoy reading in English. They also want to read more in African languages. Um, it is a tricky question. I do think it's going to require, you know, at the event of the launch, we talked about what is the role of philanthropy? What is the role of government in supporting reading culture? And I think that that development of reading materials in the languages that people want to read um, supporting origination in those languages, not just translation, because it's completely different when you write in Chivendo or Xhosa instead of translating into those languages. Um, there is a role that the Department of Arts and Culture needs to play. There is a role that private philanthropy can play as well. Katie, thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast. I think let's keep on having these uh, talks so that we encourage the nation to read. Thank you and have yourself a great Sunday. You too. Bye for now. Katie Hudson, co-founder, National Reading Barometer. And a new national survey reveals that South Africans read more than we think. 83% of South Africans read in some way, whether for pleasure, to learn new things, or to communicate with others. And 32% read books regularly. So we, we, we're trying. Eventually we'll get it right. Anyway, let's take a small break. And uh, when we get back, we still have our, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Noctula Mazibuko coming up a bit later on. Dr. Noctula Msimang from the University of Pretoria uh, talking about her favorite books that she would like to share with you to encourage your children to read.